Place Club is over. Eshan, we had a good run, baby. Ain't no more. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. Rhodesia is back from her sabbatical. Looking pretty as ever. Look at you. You here ready to rock and roll? Have you even watched any wrestling in the last week or so? Do you even know what's going on? Do you even know Jade is signed to WWE at this point? So I had this whole diatribe of my intro that I was going to say coming back. And since I've been gone, The Rock has returned. We noticed that all members of The Shield is the top three wrestlers of the year. The WWE releases went beyond just corporate. And we had talent releases in which Aaliyah was released. And an insider for Matt and I, I didn't think she ever was going to be released. And then after Rodriguez, listening. Rodriguez just said that Aaliyah has some dirt on Vince. And mm -hmm. that's why she's been there every year. But she yeah, always as soon as Vince is out of here, now Lee is out of here. So you may you may be on to something with that. Yep, I'm telling you. And then I'm listening to episode 68. And what happened here? Ishan and turned into a Jericho guy. I'm like, what Let's in the go, world baby. is happening since I've been gone? <laughs> appreciate him now. <laughs> but I'm super overwhelmed right now. It's been about two weeks since I really watched wrestling, so completely kind of out of the loop. But I'm here for it. I'm so excited to be back. And I'm so happy to be here with y'all. But we, we missed you. We miss having that, that that female voice when it was time to talk women's stuff instead of us just talking like OnlyFans and all that kind of stuff. Now we got you back. We got you back <laughs> in the saddle. Ishan, this is episode 69, man. We've done 68 of these things so far. Get through 69. I know 69 is your favorite number. What's up? Give me something. Give me something good. Kind of set me up with that one, because you know I got to keep it PG. I don't think the kids are in the bed just yet. So uh, <laughs> it ain't 69 over here, not yet. <laughs> 68 and a half. But hey, well, welcome back, though, Rhodesia. Thank Let's get you. good. Hey, we got a lot to talk about. I'm excited to talk to you about all this fun wrestling news. Let's get into it, guys. If you guys don't know who we are, the Terrible Trio, it is myself, Matt, joined by my co-host, Rhodesia, Ishan. We got to start off top with, of course, Jade. We talked about Jay last week when we knew it was happening. It is now official. I made a comment on that podcast. We had a really good discussion. If you don't, if you haven't heard it, go back to, I think it was 67 episode. Mm -hmm. And I talked about how I felt like it was a seismic shift with Jay going to WWE the same way it was when Big Show went and Mark Henry went, et cetera, et cetera. And I'll be damned if WWE is not treating it as such. Tuesday, they announced she had signed officially. They put a tweet out, and that tweet was per ESPN, and nothing on the timeline from WWE, it seemed like, was all just Jade. It was Jade all day, every day. She's already out here doing interviews, talking about being in WWE. They got the full court press on. I look at that a couple different ways. I look at it as one, hey, this is the first signing under TKO, so they want to make it a big deal. They also want to show, hey, if you come to WWE and you're a big star, this is what we can do for you. We can roll out the red carpet. Second thing I thought of is this is a direct message to anybody in AEW where their contract is up. There's a lot of contracts up in 2024. If you guys don't know both ways, WWE and AEW. And this is, hey, if you are worth your weight in gold, you can have something similar. So now that it is official, Rodizio, of course, we'll start with you. You didn't get a chance to speak on it at all with us and to us about your thoughts on Jay coming to WWE. 
what's your thoughts on kind of what you've seen on social media and how they've treated her so far? And then, and I also want to get your thoughts on this too, E. In one of her interviews, she said that uh, Cody Rhodes was a really big part of her signing with WWE. She went so far as to say that Cody Rhodes was uh, a top three person or a top three reason, and he wasn't number three. I think that speaks volumes. So, Renee, your floor is yours. Tell us, just tell us about your thoughts about Jay going to WWE, and then E, of course, you being the Cody guy. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on him being, it sounds like, pretty instrumental in maybe giving her that push to, hey, you need to come here. So Jay is going to absolutely be catapulted to that top-tier A-plus player at WWE. Um, Coming from AEW, I know on episode 67, you had mentioned something, and I'm not going to get it right, but something along the lines of, do we feel that AEW kind of wasted her? And that's not exactly what you said, but kind of along the sentiment, like, did we take advantage or did AEW take advantage of Jade as much as they should have or could have? Yeah, was she, was she maximized? And to me, I do. I feel in the eyes of AEW, they absolutely maximized Jade. You get somebody who had the Goldberg treatment of being 50 plus and O, holding a whole championship to herself. She was dominant. There was nothing about her that was not dominant. So in the eyes of AEW, I think they did a good job maximizing her there. On the Jade side of things, it didn't really develop her, you know, past being able to be in front of the screen and even having a couple of talking, talk, excuse me, talking um, speeches. Other than that, she didn't really learn a lot of the wrestling and ring in front of people. So I think on Jade's side, it didn't maximize her time at AEW, but definitely on AEW side. Again, now coming over to WWE. I am just a tiny bit nervous that there's so much, like you mentioned the full court press, there is so much energy backing her, as it should be. She looks like a a billion dollars. I just really hope that she gets what she needs before she gets pushed that far and pushed that high, because that's going to come with a lot of pressure. Um, So I just really hope that she fully takes into it and everything we've seen on her even just how disciplined she is with her body, she's going to give it her all. I just don't want her to not live up to her potential. And I believe her potential is so super bright. You know, you talk about faces of WWE and we always talk about men and men and men. Jade could absolutely be a person who could be the face of WWE. And, you know, she transcends the gender role. So completely happy that she's there. Um, I'm happy that she had her little moment because I don't think I was here to talk about it with her in Statlander and the hug. That was so emotional. I kind of I mark out for those kind of things because, again, we know this is all passion. So for them to be able to to do that in the ring and I'm talking about her last match on AEW, the videos that we saw on the Internet, as far as what social media is talking about. I've been off of social media for two weeks now. I might have went in for a couple of seconds and hit a like or a love or something, but I have no idea what's going on on the outside world. <laughs> well, e, I know you've seen it. I'm sure you've been on social media over the last 24 hours since they've officially announced it. So kind of just tell me your thoughts on how much stock they're putting into this signing and then the Cody Rhodes piece on just how instrumental he is. And you said it on the last five that, hey, you want Pretty Ricky. I think, I think he's good as gone. She even made a comment in one of her interviews that she did that, uh, like, Ricky Starks is, like, one of her best friends. I was like, oh, Ricky's out of here damn ricky like they might as well squash him and bury him for the next year i don't know how long his contract's up but throw him through the mud because that boy's out of here yeah 
Um, you know, I did. I actually didn't see all the Jay interviews. I saw like a little clip it of um, of her talking about her going to WWE, and it made a lot of sense. Cause we talked about, I believe, on Ryan's show, we talked about MJF, right? Should he go to WWE? And I told you guys, I said, yeah, because I don't think that MJF can be the star that he can destined to be in AEW. Mm -hmm. I think that going to WWE would put a whole new set of eyes, a global set of eyes on on him. And Jay pretty much said the same thing in a little clip that I saw. She said she felt like she can she she couldn't reach her full potential. She couldn't reach her full maximum level in AEW. She had to get to the big show. I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say this specifically. But she no, said you right. You she right. said that already. <laughs> she said she couldn't like, reach her her top level in AEW. She had to go to the big show to reach yeah. her full potential in the ring and out of the ring. She said she had the Brian Daniels or whatever. Right, and she, she called Daniel Bryan kind of, too, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, yeah. she's even calling him by his WWE gimmick name. I'm like, it's, it's, it's like it seems kind of weird, right? Because it sounds like she's trying to be respectful of AEW mm-hmm. because they did put her on the map, they did put her name out there in the rest of the community. But she's acknowledging, like, yo, I think she even said one interview. This is where she's destined to be. Yep. Like, right. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and I, I truly believe that. I, I truly believe that in order for her to be the star that she needs to be, she needs to go to the WWE, right? Can you think about all the guys that came to AEW? They have some home homegrown talent, but the big guys like a John Moxley, Chris Jericho, you know, even, you know, Malachi Black, Rusev, all these guys made their name in WWE first and then got to AEW. I think that potentially, you know, Jay's still young. If she wanted to come back to AEW at some point for whatever reason, she'd come back and be an even bigger star. So I think she. I think she's right. I think this is the the right move for her. She even mentioned going down to the PC so she can improve her her ring work. And that's going to be phenomenal for her. So she can go. You know, she can learn her craft every day with trainers like a Norman Smiley. Is a lot of the women really talk about Norman Smiley what they what he's done for their careers. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get that from her. Um, and then I didn't hear the Cody thing, but I, I believe it. I told you guys on another podcast. Um, I think that one of more so then CM Punk, I think that Cody leaving backstage really hurt um, some of the overall morale. Um, and some, and they, I think they lost some of the leadership when Cody left there. And he she was really tight. Yeah. She, she, said that, she said that she misses him or she missed him because he was somebody that she could go to with questions, with ideas. And, and like, like no she, judgment. He would always help her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that speaks to the, some of the missing leadership which you and you, when you, and I get like you, you know, you create relationships, you create personal relationships in any job that you go to. But then there's three other EVPs there. Now, maybe she was just really comfortable with Cody. I mean, if we think about it, that was her introduction to AEW was her and Shaq against Brandy and Cody. So, you know, I'm sure they, they have that link, just like Mark Henry has that link to her. But when she said that, I was kind of like, okay. It was just real interesting. When you get a chance to just find some of her interviews, just listen to them because she never, from any interview I saw, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to start shit, but she never once like <laughs> thanked Tony Khan. Uh, she never put Tony Khan over as like a caring boss, which we know he is. Mm. But like when I'm listening, when I'm when I'm listening to her, I'm just like, she. If you read between the lines, one, I think she knew like, okay. 
not that I'm being wasted, but I think she kind of felt a little bit like I'm being wasted to your point about I'm not taking on these top, top women. She's never had a program with Britt. She never had a program with Thunder Rosa. She never had a program with, um, I mean, any of them, anybody who, who was in the world title picture. I think that bothered her a little bit. And when you just listen to her talk, a lot of what she was saying, you can just tell like WWE is the opposite of what I'm used to. She made a comment about the PC and how it's state of the art. And she said, because uh, they asked her like, hey, are you more excited about the state of art weight room? Or are you more excited about like the 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 rings where you can like, you know, jump and do flips and it's, you know, the cushy stuff. And she's like, absolutely the ring. She's like, I'll say this. Uh, I'm not hurting like I usually am when I'm training. And she said, my mm. back doesn't hurt anymore. And it's like, well, we know AEW doesn't have a true legit training facility, but then I think this speaks to, and yes, we know they've only been around for four years. I'm not, I'm not acting like they need to have the exact same amount of resources that the WWE has. But right. what I will say is you started talking about everybody that is in AEW that's come from WWE. There are some people that have made their own name and stars that have happened in AEW. Most notably, Orange Cassidy. He was only known on the indies. He's a star. Uh, MJF, for sure. Absolutely. MJF, MJF. Young Bucks, Cody. But, see, I would argue and say Cody made his name in WWE and New Japan and ROH. Young Bucks made their name in New Japan and ROH. I'm saying, True. guys, you mean strictly in on the indies, right? Got you. Mm. Yeah, and Jade, but like other than that, it's not many. And you start thinking about, okay, how many times have they cooled people hall? Warlow. Mm-hmm. They just, we, we can go down, we can go down the line. Even right now, Orange Miro. Cassidy right now. Yes, I think Orange Cassidy is in a tag match with Hook right at Russell Dream, if I'm not mistaken. Which is fun. Okay, cool. It'll be a good match. But we talked about when he dropped his belt, we're like, the run he had, man, his trajectory should be maybe the heavyweight title next. And now he, here he is not even fighting really for a title and kind of dropped a little bit. And I guess so my point of saying all that is if a wrestler can see the start and stop pushes that they're going through right now in AEW, they see what WWE has done for Jade with the red carpet treatment. She's not going to be the only one. I do think, I, I think, like I said, I think Starks is out of here. And then I, today I started really thinking like, if they don't have MJF locked up yet, and I know MJF swears up and down, he was not putting pen to paper until January. That's when his contract is up. How does MJF not look at this and say, whew, I know I'm better than Jade on the mic, in the ring right now. If they did this for Jade, and she's going to be an incredible talent. Can you imagine what it looks like if they, if for MJF, after having the belt for whatever he's going to have it for eight, nine months, I don't know where his run is at right now. I think that's just something that like Tony's got to think about. And yeah, they just released 20 people and a great trade can be, it shows up Sunday at Russell dream. So then the optics, the optics look like, all right, well, Jay went to WWE edge, went to AEW. We know Mercedes is still coming in. Cool. Right. But I just think that, man, I think, I think this is, we're going to be in for some exciting times in 2024. Like, but you know what, to, to be honest, man, you know, wrestling is the WWE. Let's just say what it is. Mm-hmm. Wrestling mm-hmm. is the WWE around the world. 
we associate wrestling with WWE. You think these wrestlers don't think that? Even back when WCW was hot. Yeah. WWF was the place that people wanted to go. If you are a wrestler, you aspire to go there. Just as like every fan started there, right? And I know we're looking at what's going on with Jay, but I think it started with Cody. I think when Cody got there and he, he kept his character, they gave him the push, they made him a big deal. I think that opened a lot of eyes to a lot of people in that company to see how they're going to be treated when they get there too. And now going back to the Cody thing that you asked me about, you know, he's a leader, right? He has a presence about himself. He has he made a lot of positive relationships. And you know, you mentioned uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny didn't mention those guys. Everybody in a leadership role isn't a leader. All right, right? Some people, mm-hmm. some people just have that presence about themselves to where they can lead a room, right? Just because you're put in a position doesn't mean that maybe that's your skill set. Cody is is a obviously somebody who can, you know, who can uh get people to come to him. He has a high charisma. He's been around for a long time. He's very experienced. He knows what it takes to get to the top. He's proven that, right? Ricky Starks is a Cody guy. Wasn't Ricky Starks at one of the shows? Like, as one of Cody's guests? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So, Cody has a lot of ties to these guys. He's having conversations with these guys. You know, MJF was in an interview and said, hey, a lot of us are friends. We talk to each other all the time, right? These guys are already putting this thought in their head. And I think it's huge to go back to Jay that the first signing of TKO was Jay Cargill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Black woman. And they're mm-hmm. rolling out the red carpet for this woman. And I think, I know there's, this, uh, there's a small group, you know, we were talking about it in the Discord, you know, they felt like that uh, uh, a ethnic woman may not get the push we saw what happened with uh, with Mercedes, but we see also happened with Bianca, right? We see, you know, Bobby get treated with respect. So I think mm-hmm. times is definitely changing, and for them yeah, to put like, her out there like that, I think this is saying something. And Jade is all this. And Jade is undeniable. Right here, though, with part, which part? Shouldn't this quiet seeing how they've treated her already mm-hmm. day one? Quiet anybody who still has a feeling of. Black people can't make it in WWE or they don't get there. I mean, I think that would, to me personally, yes, there's still room in, in everything. There's still room to grow. But mm-hmm. to me, that went out the window when we saw how Bianca was treated, the level that the profits got to, the new day. I mean, we can go on and on, mm-hmm. right? Like what we've seen over the last couple of years. They've made Titus significant O'Neil. and huge strides. Yeah, Titus O'Neil is, is another mm-hmm. one. When he wasn't slipping and falling, going through the ring, the Grand Royal Rumble, oh, he, he was good, right? That was one of my favorite like, moments. That's one of my favorite wrestling life. moments. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> hard, Chai's. I laughed at you and, so and many so, times. Because he didn't hurt you himself. Joy my life. It's so funny because he didn't hurt himself. Now, if he tore like his Achilles or oh, his ACL, man. I probably would have still laughed like hey, today. I, I wouldn't yeah, have laughed I, then. I but... still be laughing about it. He'd be all right, right? He would have healed by now. <laughs> the issue was they were saying like he was like a half an inch from hitting the beam under the yeah. ring. He, he probably would have killed himself. But oh, yeah. man, like if like Michael Cole was, he couldn't stop laughing. Oh my stop, god! I'm laugh, laughing. Think stop. about it. Oh my I god! I can't laugh. Man. Stop! 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 No, no laughing on this episode. Okay, just straight face. Oh, but yeah, no. So I, I think I think it's a fantastic deal. I really do. Um, it's funny also just to see the people who are fans of promotions and not the wrestlers. She 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 couldn't come have on. Sucked. She couldn't stop, have sucked yesterday, stop, and she's stop. incredible now. People she couldn't have been incredible yesterday, and she sucks today. 
that's that that can't can't be a thing, guys. Like, come on, figure it hey, out. Hey, let me do. Let me say one last thing about uh with Jade, you know, with Tony and AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, so the one of the great things about Jade is that she looks like a star, right? And mm-hmm. she she knows how to and she knows how to conduct the interview. Mm-hmm. This is about her in the future in WWE. So a lot of her compliments are going to be WWE centric. They should be, especially on a day like today and her being the first signing. Like, I think that she's playing the game quite nicely as far as, all right, I'm here to talk about the company that I'm in right now. Like, right. So I'm thinking the people that are there mm-hmm. and I, don't, I, I like, I don't know if I would necessarily will put a lot of shine on my former company. You know, I think she said just enough. And if she wants to send out a tweet later on and thank Tony, I think he, I think that would be great because at the end of the day, I, I think the biggest problem with AEW is they're creative. And I think like a Dolph Ziggler, if he goes there, chooses to go there, I think he's very creative. Like Chris Jericho is very creative. They can come up with things of their own and suggestions that can potentially get themselves a push. Right now, a person like Jay, I'm not sure her creative mind, right? Cause she's young in the business. I don't know how many ideas that she had and pitches that she had to kind of create her own storylines because that's right. what she, that's what it really takes in AEW. It's not necessarily that I think that Tony and Norris talent. I just I, he, they don't WWE has a team, a writing team that people specifically write storylines and pitches for the 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 um, Triple H and et cetera. Right. There's there's a team of people that are constantly mm-hmm. creating and presenting storylines mm-hmm. for these guys. Now, we may not see a lot of them. Right. They may not all go through, but there's a team that's designed to kind of create stories for these people. AEW doesn't have that. It's one guy and a few other people that are kind of making stories for all the other situations of people. Well, and it goes back to. It goes back to and nothing is absolute. Right. There, there are no 100 percent in anything in, in the in the world. So don't take from what I'm about to say as 100 percent. But it's by far the vast majority. To me, this goes back to WWE knows how to make stars. Bingo. And AEW is about the in-ring work yep. and putting together these dream matchups for the fans. Mm-hmm. Completely start different philosophies on how to get from point A to point B. There is no just perfect elixir to get you to how to you know get fans invested and how to get people to watch and how to get people to buy tickets. But I think what we are seeing this week with Jade, what we've seen with Cody, what we've seen with Roman, is that stars can carry your promotion. And we see a little bit with AEW too, but that's if there's anything that I would want them to, to kind of look at and take care of, and they're doing some really good things, I think they're starting to get some momentum back. And with Wrestle Dream being a Sunday, if we do get a massive return or you know a debut like an Edge or like a Mercedes, that's going to only help. But those, let's start growing our own. Let's start making our massive stars. They have stars. You know, Brit is a star. They have stars. We don't have to break them down. You guys know. No, what I, I, mean. I go back to the pillars. I, I feel that a huge ball was dropped with the pillars. He's another you had star. you had the four, and then you add five for Brit, Doctor Brit Baker, in there. That should have been your superstars. Those should have been your heavy hitters that's going to skyrocket this company. Again, you're not going to be WWE for another 20 years, you know, but that was supposed to be that. And then something happened. And, and I don't know if it was because of the MJF thing and, 
that kind of fell through. My point is we should have gotten that with the pillars. Hey, another conversation for another day, but those pillars is cracking. Yeah. <laughs> those pillars is cracking. There's, there's no base. Yep. I just, all right, we can move on after this. I want to ask you guys about NXT. If you guys even want to look at the card, because maybe she shows up this Saturday on uh, No Mercy. But uh, WWE is where you become a star. AW is where you go to get creative freedom. I think that is probably the best way to right now talk about the two promotions. Mm-hmm. You see Jericho was having the time of his life. He's tired. He was tired of that WWE machine. Right, where like it takes me hours to go talk to Vince, or I'm in a storyline that I know is not working and I don't have much say so because a writer is telling me what I need to say. And yeah, I'm Drew Jericho, so I got a little bit of wiggle room, but I still got to do what this is. Opposed to AEW, not that he can just do whatever he wants to, he's not on the creative team, but his word, as it should, he's been in the business for 30 plus years, has a lot of weight. So if he says, Hey, I think this is a good idea, maybe Tony listens to him a little bit more than what the WWE machine does with Edge, he is going to be a pig and slop in AEW on his run because he knows the business like the back of his hand. So imagine what him and Christians be able to do and whoever he works with Dolph Ziggler, to your point, he imagine like the, the programs that he can come up in his mind and really creatively start fulfilling what he has not had in over a decade plus in WWE. Yeah. So they both have, their cause reasons. he's a comedian too. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. So he has to be very creative. Yeah. So I like, I like where they both are. Um, you just look at this and you just see where there's differences. Just which will we see this week with Jade? I'll go um, one step further on that real quick, Matt. Yeah, you mentioned you say so you get that creative freedom in AEW. I can mm-hmm. also see somebody coming up because there's different trajectories when it comes to being a, a, a wrestler, get into the independent business and trying to go to the big leagues. You could even start at AEW. Then when you hit your prime, go to WWE. And then finish off your career back at AEW. So where you were saying, hey, you could have been in WWE and then come to AEW afterwards, you could also even start in AEW. Now, again, are you going to get the same development that you're going to get over in WWE? Hell no. Not, not by a long shot. But you look at people like here in the Chicago area, there's a lot of independent wrestlers. I'm seeing them working with AEW. They're not working. It's like Evolve doesn't exist anymore where that they were working with WWE because ever since they got the Performance Center, that's been their their pickings of um, wrestlers. So I can see people going to AEW kind of get hot, your sky blues, people like that. You know, Dante Martin, is that his name? That's yeah. his name. He's still yeah. hurt, though. Um, hopefully he recovers fast. But you got those people. I can see them starting heli strong in AEW when their contract is up, i.e. Jade. Come on over to WWE. Stay there, blow up, make a lot of money. And then when you feel like, hey, I, I don't want to let go of this wrestling thing, but I can't, you know, commit to what's going on over here as far as WWE, go ahead, go to AEW. And, there, and there's goals too, right? Like, what is your goal? I'm mm-hmm. sure Jay wants to be a household name. Worldwide. Everywhere. I think she wants, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Jay would be good if I got to work seven days a week, 16 hours a day, everywhere. Hollywood, com- shooting commercials. I want to do it. There's some people who's like, you know what? No, I want to work the one or two days a week, put on banger of matches, be able to have creative freedom because all I care about is wrestling and yep. AEW is just good for me because the money's going to be there, right? Like, I don't think there's going to be anybody from an AEW perspective that is going to walk from AEW because they weren't getting paid enough. We've already heard the stories. I mean, hell, once again, Edge, they said that there was allegedly a contract for WWE and they didn't meet his demand. 
you know, I think with I think with Triple H and, and Nick Khan and, and this team, they're probably really looking at ROI, return on investment. Okay, if we pay this person this much, are we going to get this back? And I don't think Tony's like that. I think Tony's like, absolutely come onto the roster. I can use you. We can make awesome dream matches for the fans. Let's do it. And he's, he's going to make enough money. So, like, the money aspect I don't think will be a problem. But I think it's, it's goals. Whatever your goal is probably kind of points to where you, where you want to be at. So um, this weekend, is there any chance we see Jay show up at no mercy? I hope so. I hope so. That's my dream scenario. I when I told you before uh, on a pod a couple of days ago that I would love for Jay to show up and squash Becky for the NXT Women's Championship. Work there for maybe six months at least, just so she can be in the just so she can be in the PC, getting in her reps. And cause here's the thing: just like Becky is is popping up on, you know, Raw, etc. Jay can pop up on Raw or SmackDown with the championship. You know, cut a promo, do a video package, whatever the case may be. Uh, like what I would do with her, I would I would have her be a a, a presence. Like right on those shows, and they can even do go as far as doing something like, uh, you know, like as a bidding war for Raw versus SmackDown, like for who's going to get Jay, right? Mm-hmm. And Jay's just taking her time, making her decisions. She was like, "No, I'm killing it down here at NXT. I'm gonna be the championship." She just kind of shows up, and almost kind of like a, oh man, what was the wrestler? I think what was the wrestler? I think it might have been was it was it Macho Man back in the day where he showed up on WWF television. And all the managers were kind of like buying for like uh, like his services. Ah, like, I re- I don't remember who it was, but I do remember that. It was, that was a yeah. good gimmick too. Yeah, like you know that's that's kind of what it is. Is that you know like you know she shows up and on Raw and SmackDown they're kind of like just buying for her services. She kind of comes on there and this she you know just shows this this just gets on the microphone, shows her presence, maybe it's a video package that kind of a thing. But if you want to see her um, wrestle. You're going to see it on NXT. And I would never have her wrestle all the time on NXT. I'll have her at the takeovers and or, or big matches at uh, NXT. Rhodesia, can you pay somebody millions of dollars, though, have this type of rollout of they have signed a multi-year deal with WWE, and then you have them stationed to NXT for three to six months? So glad you asked that question in that particular way because I was writing some things down. To me, when Jade was announced that or the rumors was happening that she was coming to WWE, in my mind, you had to go to main car to that exact point of you're about to get paid more than likely. You know, we know she's probably getting paid a lot of money. The multi-year contract. You can't put her there in NXT if you're paying her all this money. but. Just like how you mentioned, Matt, me either last episode or the episode before, I think if we bring her straight to WWE main card, we're sh- development wise, she's no different than what she was when she was in AEW. She hasn't gotten the reps in that she needed to get in before she's back in the super limelight. So, okay, so, stop right there though. But to play devil's advocate and remember your thought, she's at the PC now. She's getting the reps in like today. So, she doesn't have to be on NXT to be down in the PC. So say if she goes to either Raw or SmackDown, that's one day a week. That's she can fair. still be down at the PC 
on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Say no matter she works Monday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, either you work Monday or you work Friday, but you're still at the PC Tuesday through Thursday, getting those reps in, all that kind of stuff. That's a good point because AEW didn't, doesn't have that kind of um, center for people to to work right. on. But I still would want her to be in NXT first. I, You mentioned a couple episodes ago that, or even last episode, NXT is... We know that this is the developmental. So we're going to give you mm-hmm. certain freedoms. We're going to allow you to to be corny, cheesy, ho- hooky, hokey, whatever he said. Um, as hooky. far as uh, hooky, uh, hokey. This is episode 69. What are the hookies yeah. at? Yeah. Shout out to the hookies out there. Just making, <laughs> making, a, a making a living. <laughs> Seriously. You know, it's a almost a recession. Anyways. So you go down there. And I lost my train of thought. Hey, ho- well, hopefully everybody who works for the company, <laughs> you guys are good. That report came out today that. Uh, yeah. They about to stop government checks. That ain't that ain't if, good. If, so if they don't figure it out. By everybody's good out there. September thirtieth. But yeah, okay. Minute. So so no. Let's so let's go. No mercy. Um, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton in an extreme rules match. Oh my goodness. That means. But then there you go. That means interference is legal. Yep. Yep. But I would. I, but to answer your question, I would want Jade in NXT. Six months. Eh, that might be egregious. Maybe two to three months actually in NXT so that she can see how it is talking on the mic and wrestling during that time to build it in front of people to get that instant reaction. Not while you're in a performance center and somebody said, Oh yeah, you did good on that move. Oh, maybe you should do that move different. No, she needs to hear it from the, from the, from the fans. And you're in a isolated environment being down in full sale. I don't know if it's called that anymore, but you're there. So you'll get that live instant reaction. She needs to go down there. She needs to hear that. I think that's going to be huge for her development. But yes, in um at no mercy, extreme rules, bring her in. Okay. E, are you are you bringing her in that way too during that match? I say yes. Okay. With a splash. Cause like you think about it, like they turn into a multi-year deal. Like they can play the long game with her. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, right? They can take their turn and make sure they get the optimum return on their investment. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that she gets the rep, the support mm-hmm. that she needs. Let's break any bad habits that she may have had, right? You know, and then boom, you know, in a couple months, she's ready to go to the main roster and explode. Not just look great, because she's going to look great. She look great right. now. Right, right, but wrestle great. So when she gets in the ring with a Rhea Ripley, and hopefully not Nia, don't give me a Nia Jax. <laughs> like, don't give me a Nia Jax and, and Jade match. Don't, Leave don't do that Leave my girl Nia alone, man. She called her name out, too, today. Away. She called her name out, too. Uh, she said who did? she. What happened? Who said that? Jade, what Jade mentioned it when they asked <laughs> no, when Kaz, Kaz oh, asked her about the top people that she wants to fight with, and she said, she, she said "Hey, Naya? She said Nia. She said Rhea. Oh. She said Bianca. Well, she named everybody. Charlotte. She said Becky. She's, oh, yeah. yeah, she named everybody. I mean, yeah. So she's a she's a professional, right? She looks at the the roster. She knows who's getting pushed. Who's on TV? Mm-hmm. She wants to work with them all. She's a true pro already. Kudos to you, woman. Are y'all giving uh, Dragon off any chance of beating Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title? This weekend, I don't like I don't like dragging off. Who and who? No, I'm joking. I know both the people. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Who and who? All right, we move on. He said he don't like dragging off. You know what? Dragging off to me is um he can go in the ring. Like I'm just not in. I'm like I'm not invested in him. I like when he's on. Like I wouldn't turn from him. Yeah. But I'm I like, no I'm I, like I turn from him and those little ass boots and no knee pads. Oh, the no knee pads. Uh, oh my God. I, I just, uh, you don't do it for me. Mm-mm. So do you have, you got a uh, Carmelo retaining? Please. He has to, I think, right? Doesn't Please. It? I mean, I don't, I don't think he's being called up. 
Uh, I don't think they've announced yet who Dom is fighting because he was supposed to fight Ali. Uh, Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. I haven't been like fully watching this feud, but doesn't Braun need like a big win? <laughs> hey, he can't lose again, can he? I feel that Damn, and Carmelo. Granted, Carmelo's not losing, I mean, but that's true. But, too. but Baron's on the end of his career. Come on, like Braun He's is not Braun on the end, end of his career. career. Yes, end of his career. Yes. Are you trying to kill no, him off? How old do you think he is? What I'm saying is you he's past his, his prime. Career. I'm saying, okay, when he's you look at a mountain, listen, look, look, when you look at the mountain, you look at the mountain or the hill, he's over the hill. So that when we're looking, let me do it this way for the kid. Look, look, so we do this. Baron Corbin's like 36. So when you're looking like this. Oh, so, so 36 over the hill? How old is Roman Reigns? He's like 37 or like that. Something like that. Oh God! What oh, I'm saying is, style. first off, oh AJ, AJ is like 42. But listen, Uncle Uncle Al is no, no, 42. No, no, a AJ is 45. Okay, Uncle a Uncle Al is is 45. Point is, no Shout one out don't, to don't the lone wolf, wait. Baron Corbin. Baron and don't Corbin, sit up here. Not over the hill. First off, so you telling me that you telling me if he he's 39, he's not over it. He's not. So you telling me you telling me his his best days are ahead of him? No, that's a legit question. Oh my god! Yes, let's come on. Listen, let's wrap this episode. Listen, listen. This is wrestling. These guys, you you can have AJ. Look, you can have you have Christian who's damn near fifty. Yeah, doing some of the best work of his career. He's the best heel in that company right now. Ain't no stopping. Finn Balor's Finn Balor's forty two. Damian Priest is forty one. Yep. L.A. Knight is forty. Yep. Those are all people that's older than the guy, yeah. the god, Barry Corbin. Yeah, late thirties, late thirties, early forties. Mark is my Russell words. Prime. On yeah. episode two thousand and twenty of this show, this episode, we're gonna <laughs> oh. come back and we're gonna say, okay, how was Baron Corbin's career after? And I love Baron Corbin. So that had me looking like I'm a fool here, like I don't like the Do guy. You? But we, his best, his the best is not in front of him as far as oh, his it WWE be, career. The there. It is. Yeah. It's not because of his work. It's, it's not, not because, because of his work. work but it's not. But he, but he's, your he's getting question, better on the microphone. He's good. He's better on the microphone. You know now that he was five always, years ago. But I thought Baron was always good on the mic. But now I don't <laughs> like. Have y'all seen his uh, his top he wears? No, I don't look. I don't like that. It looks like a fake ass like Roman Reigns shield vest. <laughs> that they used to sell for the kids. Oh god, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't like that's that. hooky, gotta, right? Like, it's really hooky. He's got to, yeah, he's, that's he's, hooky. he's got to figure that out. I don't like that. But One no, Bron can't. Bron can't lose anymore. And Carmella, we got to mm -hmm. figure. They're in that in that that thin line right now between. Am I still going to be invested in them, or are you going to have to completely rebuild them again for me? Bron and Carmelo is right there for me. Well, I think Damn. with Melo, I think they got to be doing this trick Melo gang. Mm -hmm. That story's not done yet. Even though I think mm -hmm. Trick is about to go after a US title. title. Yeah. Yeah, North American title, not US. Um, but there's still some meat on that bone. So I, maybe that's he I think he retains. Hey, Trick uh, is doing some good work, man. Like he looks he is good great on the microphone. Um he has a tons of personality. I am ready to have a conversation probably in January or February hmm. about Trick and Carmelo, and I'll leave it at that right now. I ready. Another conversation we need to have. Yeah. E, and I wanted to wait till Rhodesia got back on here because we talked about the Soup Prophets and Bobby. And, you know, we kind of threw out little seeds that I wasn't feeling how the Prophets were presenting themselves at times. They don't, they act like they don't know if they're coming or going, if they're heels or their baby faces. They come out and smile, but they know cheat. And then 
they'll throw a little like frown and scowl out there and then they'll like smile like right after that then they act like they scared of bobby and then when bobby gets close and they like dap him up that's that's a little funky to me we saw on uh smackdown this past friday bobby got in the ass a little bit and was like look if i tell you to jump on ray you jump on ray like if y'all ain't got that killer instinct i'll find somebody else so two-part question for both of you one and E, start with you first because you are a massive Montez guy, as we all are. Uh, one, do you like where the story's at now? And then two, do you think this was the original story when they first had their creative meeting about putting Bobby and the Prophets together? Do you think that we were already to get to this point, or do you think they've made some type of switch because maybe they saw that something wasn't working either? Oh, he did again, Rhodesia. The young boy's on mute. I mean, damn, he did it again. These these Macs and these uh mute buttons, man. I pressed that. I I think it's I think it's the it's the, it's the software. I don't think it's the Mac. It's um, not the right. user. It's, you, right? it's not the user. Yeah, because no. <laughs> I pressed the button and it's supposed to do what it's supposed to do. But um I don't know if this is the original plan or not, but Outside of the inception of the idea, it hasn't been great. And it's been more of the profits. More on Tez than Dawkins. Dawkins seems comfortable in the new role. Whereas I don't want to say that Tez seems uncomfortable. You know, he reminds me, he kind of reminds me of uh, Naomi when she originally turned heel. Um, ah, with Team Bad, right? With uh, yeah. Trinity. I mean, not Trinity, but with uh, Tamina and Sasha. Yeah, she, she wasn't used to playing a character. Right, she was more comfortable being herself, and so she had to play the bad girl. She, you know, she didn't. Cause she, I think she said in interviews that she didn't feel comfortable being a heel. And I don't know if Montez doesn't feel comfortable or he doesn't know how to do it. Um, because when I look at the work, like, like Dawkins is showing out in the ring. I mean, he is moving great. He's doing some great work. I like their finisher. But going back to the point, I don't know what's going on with this storyline. Like the street properties are still coming out there dancing. It's still, it doesn't seem like much has changed outside. They got some new gear. They're kind of doing the same thing. They're shucking and jiving out there. Um, you know, they just wear uh, suits with Bobby now. Now, if this is a change, I like the change, right? Because now Bobby's going to like, you know, demand some aggression from these boys. He's yep. going to demand some intensity from these guys. And maybe that's what they need. Um, to kind of get this thing going, right? Because they're they're kind of positioning them as I thought as he as heels because they're always facing like you know the uh, baby faces. They're always mm-hmm. facing the it's a good guy. So you would think that they're kind of heels, but they come out smiling. You know they they got the suits. They look great. You know they're not acting like um, bad guys. Finally, Bobby is showing has some heel heelish tendencies. He's getting in that ass. And he's like, look, if you guys don't shape up, you got to ship out. I'll get somebody with some, with some grit that can do what needs to be done. I hope it may be a, uh, we get an MVP reuniting with Bobby to kind of be the mouthpiece for these guys and kind of be that hard edge, evil guy to kind of get them where they need to be. You see your boy Omos put, put a beating down on Cody? Yeah. I did. On Sunday at the live event. What you think about that? You excited it hurt for that my, Omos it, Cody match? It hurt my heart in a way because I'm like, okay, that means the MVP is not going to be involved with uh, with Bobby and the Prophets, and that means that damn it, <laughs> I got to I got to sit here and suffer through. Oh, but you here's the thing about you know Omos did have one of the best matches 
of all time last year. With was Seth Rollins? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. no. I, I was gonna say it was, was, oh, was you, No, you talking? You talking about in Saudi? Yeah, he had one of the best matches. He 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 might be on a roll. I might I, Cody might be able to bring he some might out of this be man. On a roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Cody might be able to bring some out of this man to where we get MVP with bars on the mic. We got Omos with being the new tenth wonder of the world, right? I think wasn't China was the ninth wonder, right? She is the ninth because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Andre was the eighth. Yeah. yeah. So we got the new tenth yeah. wonder of the world, Omos. Right, I think Cody might be the guy that could unlock Omos. Oh my God, Cody does it again, y'all. If he does that, <laughs> give Cody everything. You call Roman from vacation and say, "Hey, man, we need you to lay down tonight." I don't care if it's a Saturday in a in Toledo, Ohio, at a at a live event. You call Roman Reigns and said, "Cody's the guy. He did the impossible. He got Omos over. He we got to put the title on him quickly." <laughs> He got the key, like key, that. key. He got the key, key, key. <laughs> I heard the phrase of like, you know, you have Swifties is Taylor Swift fans. And for yeah. Omas is the Omosis is. I think I just made the extra S's in there, but yeah, I'm an Omosis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's not what he said. Oh, wait, that's not, osmosis. There we go. I, osmosis. I'm an Osmosis. Definitely down with the Omas crew. That, that's still not it. Okay. Anyways, but back to your questions that you asked. So do I yes. like where the story is at right now? Not yet. Um, and then two, do I feel that this is the story that we that was originally planned? I'm going to say no, because I think something was supposed to happen with Montez. And I feel like he was supposed to be a single star and something came down. Maybe they wanted to reincarnate the Hurt Business and they didn't want him to branch off yet because we had this conversation before. There could only be a couple people at the top anyways. Everyone can't be in the main event spot so when they decided and again i'm i'm thinking that this is the case when they decided to nope let's keep montez down here let's not put him in that solos run yet that's when everything changed so i don't think that this is what they originally thought i i think that the hurt business should have looked a little bit different or whatever they're doing here um but i I'm still engaged and I'm still ready to see where this goes because for the little bit of time that I did see on SmackDown, uh, Bobby causing some interference and how he's telling him to cover him, cover him, cover him. This is kind of what I've been waiting to see. These need to be bad guys. And correct me if I'm wrong, but NXT, were they not, maybe not super heels, but weren't they always had like a a, a heel tendencies in in their characters? Yeah, that's all. I remember this is yeah, that they I, can thrive in that. I don't know if Tez was though. I think they might have. I've been clamoring. I've I think they might have. I think they. I think they did. Might have started out in the beginning. Heels. Yep, I when they first they, did. When they first started. Yep. It's so long ago. I don't remember. I think. I think Rhodesia might be on something though. And I do think that Montez so looked even more awkward than Trinity. Um, I remember what you said, and I do remember thinking, like, dang, Trinity, yeah. you know you're not a bad girl. <laughs> like you, and you could yeah, see it. Yeah. But I still feel Montez, up until this point, looks even more uncomfortable. Because at least you had Tamina and uh, Sasha Banks with you. Montez looked really, really awkward. No and, way he could be a singles guy acting like this. No yeah, way. No way at all. I go back to when it was him and L.A. Knight. For that match of whoever won would be in the U.S. match or whatever it was, remember? And mm-hmm. I was like, he took on the villain role because the crowd was behind L.A. Knight. I'm like, that's, there you go. Yeah. And it just hasn't translated. He might have been like, legit hey, pissed. This? He might have been yeah, legit pissed. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> tap into that, please. Tap into that. 
Bianca, uh, Bianca's about to lose to Jade. Jade's coming to take take your wife's spot. Tap into yeah. that. Tap into that feeling. Mm-hmm. Hey, he get to come home to Bianca Belair every night, man. He the happiest man. He, he, he ain't no aggressive in him. He, he, he is feeling good. He loving See, life God right now. Every day. Every yes, day on does. Twitter. God every is day good. he does. He wakes up. Mm-hmm. God is good. So we've actually, we talked about SmackDown so far. We've talked about NXT so far. We've talked about AEW. I got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. So out of the main shows, so out of Raw, out of NXT, Dynamite, I'm just going in order, of the, uh, SmackDown, and Collision. So those five shows. Give okay. me your ranking from your favorite shows to watch right now, right now being today, to the worst. And I don't think there's any worst shows on here, but you got to go from top to bottom. What are yours? <laughs> Remember, well, it was about 10 days that I had been removed from wrestling. So don't shoot me here. Okay, so 10 days ago. Yeah. 10 days ago, what yeah. was your what was your list? Oh, uh, y'all gonna all y'all gonna blow my whole spot up on here. I'm gonna go with Dynamite. Okay, stop right there. Okay. Stop right there. So you're going dynamite is your favorite? Yes, and I'll tell you why afterwards. Got okay. dynamite. The, what's your what's your favorite right now? Historically, I would say uh, SmackDown, but with Roman off, and mm-hmm. they kind of it seemed like they kind of slowed down the entire show, right? Uh, I know they're building up LA Knight, and it was it, it was it was interesting that uh, they said that the when LA Knight was advertised for that show when he had COVID, they actually offered the fans and tens like a refund, so they think that a large portion of the audience came to see him. That's that's big, but. Um, it would so I'm gonna so I'm gonna say historically I'm gonna say SmackDown. It was uh oh SmackDown. We we doing okay. One that, Mine's that a SmackDown right. right now, even with Roman being off because for me LA Knight took that took that like that that spot and then Cena's been back for a few weeks. Hell, we just got Rock and Pat McAfee a week ago and we wouldn't have got that on any other show. So right now for me, my favorite is SmackDown. Like if I if I couldn't miss any show. Out of those five, it's like, all right, I got I to gotta watch SmackDown. Okay, so we got SmackDown, SmackDown, and Dynamite. What's your second, mm-hmm. Rhodesia? Raw. Okay. E, what's yours? Raw. Wow. Okay, I have Collision. Second. I have Collision second. Third, what you got? SmackDown. Dynamite or Collision? They're, they're like the same to me right now. Really? Yep. Collision has fallen that far off of favor with you since Punk has been gone? It, it reminds me of Dynamite. Damn. Okay. Um, my third is Raw. What's your fourth, Rhodesia? NXT. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to say um, Collision or Dynamite. They can, they can flop for me. Just but I will say this, though. I will say this, though. For the purposes of do of this doing uh this show, mm-hmm. and I try to keep up with the more popular shows, right? So we can talk about them. I think if it was for me though, I think I would watch NXT more, and I think it will replace Dynamite or Collision. Okay, whichever then, but show, then whichever do, show do, was do it. NXT then do NXT. But then. at but at the same time though, I I do I don't I probably can. I don't think I haven't watched a full version a full show of NXT in months right where i've seen countless full versions of dynamite and collision and that's why i have dynamite four for me and then i have nxt five 
just for yeah. what you said because and I wanted to put NXT much higher because I really really enjoy a lot of aspects of NXT but then I find myself if I watch it on delay which I watch 90% of it you know on DVR I'm fast forwarding something's not catching my my attention my interest where I don't fast forward through anything on Dynamite um so NXT is was fifth for me so then Rudy that makes yep what five Coll- for you collision because oh, damn, I don't, wow. I don't even know the last time I watched Collision. It had to be at least three or four weeks ago. I just haven't watched Collision. Well, you, well, you were at a Collision three weeks ago. I don't think it was three weeks. Was that four? Oh, okay, maybe, maybe four. Yeah, no. I, so since then, I have not watched Collision. Okay, so, so Collision is from, completely off your radar. Yep, and that's only and because I've, you... I, because I haven't watched it. That, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm just, I mean, we can revisit this every couple months. Mm-hmm. I just wonder where it was at. And then, so then for you, E, the fifth one would be NXT. It'd be NXT. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay. All right. I'll be interested to see um, whoever's listening. Let us know. Send us a message on what's your guys' top show. You don't have to do all five, but I'll be interested to see if anybody does not have. Well, hell, you actually, we all have something different. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know, that's, that's cool. But you that's know cool. what, though? But it's. We have so much. It's it's a great problem to have, right? Because we have so much great wrestling to watch. Yep. That is really just hard to watch all of it. Because I, I believe that. Because, you know, back in the day, Rhodesia, I, I mentioned, I used to try to get Matt to watch TNA. And I could never get Couldn't him to watch it. it. He would never it. watch it, right? So I don't have time to watch the show, right? <laughs> I don't have time, right? But now he's watching 30 I'm hours of wrestling. Hours. <laughs> <I'm laughs> now he's watching hours 30, 30 hours of wrestling, right? <laughs> I was, I, was, but I was running the streets back then, though. I'm a homebody now. <laughs> but that, but that's that's the problem is that there's there's so much wrestling. Like, I think that probably Rhodesia, you will watch Collision more if you didn't have so many other shows that you you know good oh, wrestling shows that you like to watch, right? Yeah, same thing Collision would be, be my number NXT. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing with me at NXT. I mean, there's so yeah. much good wrestling to watch that you know. As to your point, Matt, you said that you kind of fast forward because you know what? Because at the same time, you've seen so much wrestling. Like, hey, let me just get to the stuff I know I, I like. Like, yep. right? Some of the other things you probably skip, if you didn't have so much else to watch, you probably would give it more of a chance. You might even learn to love those wrestlers in those segments. Like, but right now, you're like, hey, let me get the hot segments so I can keep it going. 100%. 100%. Pop quiz for y'all. 24 years ago this week, WWF Unforgiven. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a special guest referee in the main event. Undertaker. There was a six-pack challenge match. (laughs) Who do you guys think won the vacant WWF title? The people in the match were Big Show, The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, Kane, and the British Bulldog. Who won that match? It was called a six-pack challenge. Yeah. And it was for like a six-pack of beer? No, it was uh, because there's six wrestlers, so you can't call it a fatal (laughs) four-way. Okay. Can't call it a fatal five way, and there was no such thing as a fatal six way, so it's called a six pack challenge. Can you tell I've, I've been miss, missing some beer here? I'm like, okay, Bud Light, they get a six pack Bud Light. Answer the question. I, I, I was trying to find an answer. I was like, okay. Um, you probably was, damn blue. No, I, I can't. My brain wouldn't work that easy right now. Sheesh. Big Let's Show, go. The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, Kane, and British Bulldog. Let's go with the first iteration of Kane. Okay. Who'd you say? E. Is this um Blue Jeans? Davy Boy Smith? Has to be, right? Because 
He doesn't even belong in this match. <laughs> right. It just, it's like, you lying on that so, one. You lying on British Bulldog. Davey Boy Smith. And I'm sure it's probably like Blue Jeans Davey Boy Smith. Because um, cause, cause you know what? Cause for, so for a moment, when he had those Blue Jeans on, oh, this, this guy, he's legit, right? I'm like, this, like he's, it's something different about him now. Yeah. He came, he and came back after, in good shape. And, he had the haircut. But that was after Owen died, too. So that oh. was kind of like the make good push for him to stay. So let's just do the math real quick. 2023 minus, it was 24 years ago, 99. Yeah, damn, actually, because Owen died in 97. So, yep, it was two years after that. It's crazy. You think about the, the star power in that match. Yeah. Like, there's, there's not a match in WWE right now that would have that amount of star power. And that's because back then, it was so many guys that were over to the moon. Like, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you, there's, yeah, I, I think the, the closest. Mankind, Kane, Triple oh, wait, this H. Was for, this was for the heavyweight championship? Bacon WWE title. Austin was a special guest referee. And I bet oh, you the undercard still has some good Kane. matches in it. It wasn't Kane. Um, it wasn't Kane. Was I'm going to go Triple H. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah. Good job, sir. Triple H defeated all those other jokers for the vacant WWE title. Why was it vacant? Do we know? Pop quiz for you. I can't remember. Uh, 99, maybe like Austin got hurt again or something. So, E, you said there is not a match that WWE could put on right now that could be close to this. Tell me if you think this is close. To the six-man? The six-pack? Yep. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, Gunther, Jey Uso. Oh, absolutely! That that'd be their entire upper card. It, it, with, with, Minus with LA Knight. With Drew McIntyre, special guest ref. LA Knight. Did you oh, see, did yeah. you mention LA Knight? Oh, I didn't even mention LA Knight. No, make him the special guest ref. Yeah, LA Knight is a special guest. Hey, and I think we're about to get this Drew McIntyre heel turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely getting it. He was looking yeah. real mm-hmm. hillless on uh, Monday Night Raw. I'm here for it. Yeah. I like Cause it. Because, like you know, they're going to fast forward it because, you know, he originally was supposed to turn on your boy Riddle. Well, I'll basically leave that dude laying. What they should have did, they, what they should have <laughs> did one more was they should have kept. <laughs> just, just brought him in yeah. for it. <laughs> exactly. Brought him in for that one last ass whooping. That's what they would have did back in the day. And then, and mm-hmm. then they give, like, whooped his no ass more. real, real good. Real, real good. Real, real good ass whooping, right? And then on, later on that night, you know, <laughs> we wish Matt Riddle his future endeavors or whatever it is. Yep. Immediately after that segment's over, you see it on like, social yep. media. That's right crazy. afterwards. So seeing that we record on Sundays, Russell Dream is Sunday night. So let's just go over on this show just the matches we're most excited for or what we want to see because we do it on Sunday. Of course, the show is that night. Uh, I'm going to assume they're sticking with the main event of Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, just excitement level from 1 to 10 and who you think's winning? I hate Zack Sabre Jr. Oh. <laughs> what did he do to you? What don't he do? Oh. Do some moves. This is all day. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Yeah. Uh, trying to break people's fingers. Uh, this is a wrestling match. My cup of tea of wrestling is a Young Buck style match. You get Zack Sabre Jr. You sitting up here on the mat in these headlocks. You about to pass out from paint. No. Give me some, was it flips and, and, and something? Flips and flips? 
or whatever you call it. Don't give me just Lipsing, just flips. just locks in and about to break people's fingers apart. But you like when Shayna does it. You like her joint manipulation. But she okay. There we go. Joint man- manipulation. But Shayna also still is, stands up with you and and, and That's strikes. True. That's true too. No, I mean he has a style about himself. If you don't like the submission style, you're not really big Zach's. So I'm guessing you're going to get some shin kicks. Get some some shin kicks. I like Brian. I like Brian, so I'm gonna give it a three. Just and now it's all from Brian. Hmm. But you giving it E. I'm giving it uh seven and a half. Okay. You got Brian winning, of course, maybe, right? Yeah, I mean, what's his name? He's he's not even on the, the roster. I'm at like a six and a half. Like, I know the matches would be great. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is cool. But then like Hangman and Swerve happened. And I was like, well, that's kind of like my main event, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm like at a nine for this. If not 9.5. Yeah. For Hangman and Swerve. Nine seven and I don't five. Know who, and I don't know who wins because I think both of them need to win. Uh, but man, I would love for Swerve to win. I would love for somebody. So give me Swerve. Who y'all got? We talking about the hangman and uh, swerve? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm at a ten, man. I'm I'm at a ten because like you know this is this is um you talk about leveling up because I we talked about Jay couldn't reach her potential. I don't think Swerve could have reached his potential in WWE. And that's a good call. Thank you for saying that because it may sound like we were biased earlier. You are absolutely correct because he didn't. So if you didn't, that means you couldn't. The things mm-hmm. that he he's doing outside of wrestling to bring that hip hop audience here, the things that he's doing in AEW right now, absolutely, you are one hundred percent correct on that. Because he's one of the wrestlers that takes full advantage of the creative freedom in AEW. Mm-hmm. Like right, he's unrestricted as far as his creativity. So now you're seeing because I believe this version of Swerve is is totally is him. Uh, it's probably maybe in collaboration with some others. Um, but I believe that probably the idea of this character and where it's going is is definitely 100% him. And I, I I see him leveling up every time he's on my television screen. And I think that's great for a Hangman because I think in a lot of ways, I, I think that the Hangman character, not the man, but I think the character has been kind of complacent. Like, right? And I think that we're, we're going to see another level from him. Um, well, we we seen Hangman really get very violent in the match, right? You know, he had those, you know, yeah. a thousand stages of blood matches with Moxley, right? Yep. So we, you know, he can go there. But I think Swear is going to continue to bring that out of him. He's going to continue to bring great showings on the microphone and the overall story. So I'm 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 like at a ten for this one. Okay, who you think is winning though? You said I'm gonna go. I would love for Swerve to win. Because that would make the most sense, because if you think about it, from a storyline perspective, it would make sense for him to win, right? And then for them to continue to feud, right? Because he, uh, he unlocks something about Hangman, and Hangman comes back for more. It would kind of make sense. Uh, yes, I'm going to go there. Like a one and done. Well, I mean, yeah, we I'll, got the I'll contract go signing tonight on Dynamite. Uh, but then the other part, too, Rudy, and this may just completely tell you who's going to win. I forgot. Maybe y'all don't even know. Uh, the don't say it. Hangman don't say won. They won the ROH trio titles on Rampage this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So he definitely doesn't need to win. I don't know what happened? So Buck said who? 
Oh, Hangman. Hangman. He won the ROH oh, okay. titles. So yeah, you you answered my question for me. So nine point seven five excitement for match. I was going to say because Hangman almost saved my life one time that I wanted Relax. him to win. But now that you said that, um, he is now a trios champ. I guess. <laughs> then let's go with Swerve. Uh, what? Do y'all care about <laughs> FTR versus Aussie Open? No. So I actually like Aussie Ozzy Open. I, I like him I a too. lot, actually. I like him a lot, but I, I I think we might have saw this match before. I think so, right? Yeah, I think we saw we seen that match before. Yeah, to, to me, this is one of those that like is going to be a great match. We know the match is going to be great. I just don't need it. I I don't need it. Rudy's, do you feel any different? No, and is is it for the titles or is it just a yeah. match? Yep, no, it's for the AEW. Nah, FTR wins still. Is that um okay. so seven seven for excitement level? Uh for that actually, I'm more excited for that match than I am Daniel Bryan and Zack Saber. The, the so FTR match, probably at like a yeah, I'm probably at like a, a seven and a half because I know the match is gonna be great. That's why. What about Adam Cole and MJF versus the Righteous? Now, allegedly, Tony Khan said on his media call this week that uh, we'll find out more on Dynamite about Adam Cole's status, that mm-hmm. he tweaked something, but the match is still on. We've seen him do this before where they went to TV and then they'll write it off and they'll change it or something like that. But as of right now, it's Adam Cole versus, I mean, and MJF versus The Righteous. Yeah, you know, because I, I know that um, I follow a couple of video game um, gamers. There's a guy named Chris Danger. I think he used to do YouTube wrestling game yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. stuff he's he his debut wrestling match is against he's cole, living right? a dream is against cole dude that's pretty crazy yeah shout out so, to him shout out so to him I, yeah i saw that's that awesome. i'm like okay I, i'm like well that's cool for him right but also i was like oh i guess cole is good enough to wrestle but when's that match not sure not sure have, but i, yeah. I assumed it was like in a in the near future okay but hey, real quick before you go, you go on. So we're getting a lot of ROH championship matches sure on AEW TV. Y'all hated that back in the day. How you feel about it now? It. I still hate it, and I, and I'm wondering <laughs> if we get some type of announcement about ROH. Thank yeah. you for saying that. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Um, y'all talk about that the rest of the match where we can go Christian Cage, Darby Allen, two out of three falls for the um, TNT championship match. So for Adam Cole, MJF, and the Righteous, I probably have that at a five. Excitement level. Okay, and I don't a, really care. I don't really care who wins. To me, that's just the story of Cole and MJF. Like, yeah, what's yeah. the yeah. next part? I'm at a yeah. four. You know, yeah. The, yeah. the righteous are—I won't say they're they're jobbers, but you know, they haven't been built as a credible threat on AEW television right now. So why mm-hmm. would you think that they're in MJF and Adam Cole are any jeopardy to lose against exactly? These guys? You know, but, right. you, but you can't have them lose. But I think the righteous do have something. I do too. I do. Yep. I, yep. Think, I think they mm-hmm. have something. So here you go. Eddie Kingston is an ROH champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole and MJFs. Six man. A champ. Samoa Joe is a champ. Mm. Young Bucks and Hangman's a champ. Mm. That's a lot of your top AEW talent. Mm-hmm. I think something's got to be coming down the pipeline with ROH. I just, I don't know what. Maybe that's something with uh, this big announcement. Maybe put it on Max. Era. Put it yeah, on Max. Uh, Christian and Darby, I'm at uh, eight on this. I think it's going to be uh, 
great match. And do we see Warlow come back here? Because Christian just won the title mm-hmm. just last week. He he beat Luchasaurus for it. So do you have him lose it that quick? I mean, Wait, I don't know, what like, had time out? Pump the brakes. Burp, burp. They had a match. Yeah, so it was a handicap match. It was two on but one. No, it, it, was, it wasn't a handicap match, though, right? It was a triple threat match. <laughs> Did Lucha just lay down? No, he no. actually didn't. Uh, Darby hit him with the coffin drop. So it was a regular match, They but they never touched. They never fought each other during the match. Oh, okay, Darby okay, okay, hit, okay, okay. Uh, hit Lucha with a coffin drop, and then Christian threw Darby out the ring, and then he pinned <gasps> Luchasaurus. Then, then he pinned so then, of course, the crowd is, like, clamoring for Luchasaurus to turn on uh, yeah. Christian. He doesn't turn yeah. on him. He puts him on his shoulders. And I just knew, like, oh, here comes Luchasaurus. He's going to hit him with, like, the backdrop. Yeah, and yeah. Then, oh, and then they walked out but like hand You can hand. tell that's the story, right? Because Lucha seemed very, very upset. His head yep. was he down. Was, he was He's kind of dragging. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, yeah can he see. Yep. you can see that. I do think that Luchasaurus, and I'm sure they've told him this, show has told him, or Mark Henry, but, like, just go back and watch some of old Kane's work. Man, of mannerisms of a heel with a mask on. I think that doing so good. Granted, I think they're about to turn on face. So that could be all for not now. But when I watch him, like, it's like, man, just go back and watch Kane's work. With head movement, you know, when to do it, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But who y'all got winning that one? And what's the match again? Uh, two out of three falls, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. For the AT, AEW TNT title. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, my mm-hmm. excitement for that, because it's two out of three parts you just said, um, I yep. that's really high for me. So I'm gonna say eight and a half. Um wow. I think Darby put in a lot of work this year. I mean it's again, I just hate the dropping of the dropping of the dropping of the titles, but I can see Darby being rewarded getting the TNT title back. Unless you bring a warlow back and interfere and then Christian retains. But if that's you're not bringing Warlow time. back oh. Somebody brought up, uh, they asked him, like, where, where the hell is Warlow? <laughs> Matt from the TFW podcast asked every single week. His response was, he's still under contract, and he'll be brought to TV. What did he say? He'll be brought back to TV when he's needed or when it's time? I think he said when it's time. Okay. If we don't see him as an instigator there in that match, then I would want Darby to be new TNT as a reward for all his hard work this year. Okay. So I'm going to hope that I'm with Rhodesia, and I think we're all um, on the same page with this. I don't like that the flip flopping of the title. Mm-mm. They did that with Warlow and, and Hobbs. It was really strange. Um, I don't think it helps the title or anybody when they keep flipping mm. it like that. So I will hope that Christian retains. But I, I've also seen Darby and Christian and Luchasaurus multiple times. Like this is almost like a WWE feud where they keep wrestling each yeah, other over and it's over. It's been again. all summer. Cause, yeah, like, it's been right? all summer. And I think that Darby has been on the losing end of all of them. Um, so it will make sense that this will be the time he kind of comes up. But as we just said, Christian just won the championship officially. <laughs> like, right. So I'm going to hope that Christian retains. Um, I am probably, so I'm a huge fan of Christian. I think he's the you know, best hill in, in AEW, maybe second best in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, next to a Roman Reigns, just because you know that's who his slot is. Um, but I'm probably at about a six on this match because I've seen it so many times. You've seen it so many times. Yep, I've seen it so many times, and I'm and I'm hoping that a Christian wins because I think that makes more sense for that character. 
go out of your way. I know you haven't watched the main event of Raw yet. Go out of your way to watch that match. I've been very loud and boisterous about I never want to see KO and Sammy against any type of iteration of the Judgment Day ever again. I still feel that way. They smoked the main event on, on Raw. It was it was fantastic. And the crowd was there for it. It was it was a really, 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 really good match. So Wait, the the, the last match they had together was a good match. Yeah. Uh, when Judgment Day won. I mean, I yep. know you don't want to see him, but like they put on some bangers together. Those are some great wrestlers, man. They yeah. are. They are. It's just that you see them every single week. It's like, damn, another iteration. All right. Singles. Yeah. Of, you know, like it's it it's a lot. But that match was fantastic. Um Chris Stanlander versus Julia Hart for the AWTBS title. Now, this is where I geek out. This is where I really get in my nerd wrestling bag. I'm at a 10 for this match because Julia's never had like a main match. I would love to see how she looks on the main Has stage. she ever had I'm any at... pay-per-view match? I, not I that I remember. So, no. I, I yeah. think this is it. I think, this is it. I think she's undefeated this year, like 26 and 0 or something like that. Um, but yeah, good. So, of course, give me Statlander to win. Whoa, she's with she, Julia. Julia has that many wins? I think so. I think wow. they made sure that she worked like every single dark and elevation before they took it away. <laughs> yeah. She was, a, she was on dark a lot. Uh, I mean, she won every time. So, okay. Chris keeping the belt. But I'm interested to see how Julia work rate is. Um, give me a seven. Okay. Huge fan of Julia. I think she's just a cutie pie. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's a, yeah. I, I like her little little taker gimmick. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, I like her theme too. Her theme is, is oh, her theme is a banger, man. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, her her it's perfect for her in that gimmick, right? And she has a whole. I like she comes down singing it, and yep. I love the whole presentation that she has going on. I just can't say I, I I've been a fan of that many of her matches. I mean, they're not stinkers. Um, I don't know if it's pay-per-view ready. I think Julia Hart is a gal that I would love for her to go down to the PC. She's another one that, I mean, anybody that's new, though. I mean, look at Anna Jay. Just think about how far along she would be. Yeah. Oh, Anna J. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's got everything else. She's she's damn sure got the look. Like she looks like a million bucks. You just you need the reps. You you have to have the reps to get good. Anna J. Especially. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Her especially. If they went down, they have more reps, as you said. Yeah, I just I mean for me, I must say this match is probably at a five. Yeah, which it would be like that just for me because I'm geeking out. It's like I want to see her on a big stage. Now these next two matches. Which is the last two matches that's on here. Who knows if they announced anything else on Dynamite or Collision? I'm at a 10 for excitement level. Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus Keshta, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. I'm at a 10. And let's keep it going and have the Don Cowles family win again. Ditto. Yeah, I, w- I would go with that. You know, I thought about something. I would love to see a Don Callis include, oh, uh, is his name Ryan? Is his real name Ryan Nimmoff? No, that's the brother. Right. Ryan Nick, Nimmoff. No. Nick and Ryan. No, Nick. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Dom Nick. is Nick. Okay, mm-hmm. Nick. I would see Nick Nemeth debut as a member of the family. Mm. I think that'd be great. That would be cool. You think mm-hmm. he has the, the Hill persona? To fit Dolph? into like, yeah, the dastardly oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Dastardly heel, the nasty heel. Remember, like, uh, his ascension to, like, well, the hearts of many was as a heel. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because who was, who was he with? That was AJ. Was it AJ? Wasn't he with another female valet at one point? I don't remember that. Was he, uh, was, was he a, a, a Vicky play thing? Yes, Vicky. Remember? They were like, mm-hmm. remember, they were like a romantic couple. Yeah, because it was, it was her, and, her and Edge. And, yep. and then she got, oh yeah, and then she got with, uh, he got with Vicky. He dumped Vicky for AJ. Okay. Smart man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Smart man. Uh, what's your excitement level for that one, E? Seven. Oh. Okay. And then this one, just because this match is going to be off the charts crazy. Young Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy and Hook in a match for a future AEW world title opportunity at any time. A 10. And who's the FTR is a tag champs now. Mm-hmm. FTR versus we're not getting bucks again. Mm-hmm. And there there are always trios champions so you can throw them out. Uh the guns maybe. The guns maybe? My Unless real they got tag some plans team for Orange Cassidy and Hook. But Hook is the FTW champ. Um give me guns because I think that would be fantastic for them to win this and then give um Jay White a singles opportunity after like the next pay-per-view so give me the guns guns and i say like a 9.5 so break down the teams real quick mm-hmm. i'm gonna go bucks because it's a future okay. shot at some point ain't gotta be on the next pay-per-view or the next show because at right. some point right because like they gotta run it back right i don't think that's a series of match i think they can be tied together for a long time just having oh, yeah. banger matches yeah, together yeah. right Hook, we talked about like getting people over and kind of li- like Hook was super hot right when he first you know debuted as a singles wrestler. Now they keep putting him in these makeshift tag teams, you know, Hook Housing. Uh, now it's Orange Cassidy, you know, Orange Cassidy should have been, you know, of course, I guess you can't have him go against MJF because he you know he's gonna lose, right? Because that's it's MJF's time with that title right now. Uh, right. It just seemed like this is something that a holdover for him, right? And the guns, like, well, I like the guns. I think they're standing. I, I just feel I like, yep. I, I just feel like they, I don't know. And the Lucha Brothers are Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers are Lucha Brothers. But I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay. I like that breakdown, though. And it's like the Lucha Brothers are so great, but you just kind of know, like, they're kind of in that spot now. You just put them in the match to have an awesome car crash. We'll talk about it. but. They don't need the belts. It's kind of a thing. So, and I, I feel that's how Vikingo is right now too. I said it. Well, we need to just, we need to get him off of a rampage. Can we? Can we please use him? Let's do that a little yeah. bit better well, than. Wait, than he's the he's the he's the fifth best wrestler in the world according right. to PWI. So they definitely got to get him off rampage. Yep, yep. He was yep. so pissed off. <laughs> get him on SmackDown. <laughs> get him For sure. <laughs> oh my get Vikingo on SmackDown. But hey, I know you guys, let's, let's, let's go ahead and we're going to wrap this up in a couple minutes here. But I know that we're going to say, for me, overall, I don't think this is a pay-per-view $50 caliber show. Hmm. I think Grand Slam was a better, sh- a better and bigger show than this. We just, um, 
I know we didn't we we, we mentioned Rick uh, Eddie and Shibata, right? But I don't yeah, feel well, yeah, like well, I kind of skip past this one because like I think we all know Eddie's gonna win it, and like, exactly. You know, so like, yeah. I just don't think this is a fifty dollar pay per view quality show. But I know that they're gonna have the match, they're gonna have the show. And then here he is on on the next episode. <laughs> you guys are going to tell the whole world this is the best pay per view of the year, as Tony knows. So, well, you watched all we'll out, see. didn't you, or did you not? No, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, I see the last two matches. Fans. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, anybody who watched all out would say that it was a fantastic show. So, I, I mean, I still put it down. That was the best one of their best shows they've ever put on pay per view wise. It was we're, we're getting, we were we're getting another one. We're, we're getting another one. Now, I wouldn't have been paying $50 for it regardless, but if it was my $50 to spend, I probably wouldn't buy this pay-per-view. And that was what some of Tony said, too. He said, uh, they asked him about monthly pay-per-views. His response was, I never said monthly pay-per-views. I just said there'll be more pay-per-views. And then in Tony Khan fashion, he went on to promote the pay-per-view. <laughs> stop, so. stop. <laughs> so that, hey, I guess that means I guess that means he's skipping. See, but like, no, Golly. we are getting monthly pay-per-views right now because we had one in August. Yeah. We had one in September. Yeah, two of them. This is we technically had two in October. In August. We had two in August. It's technically October, and then we already know full gears in November in LA. So maybe it just means we're not getting one in December. That's exactly what that means. And on, on the last pod, man, I, I said to you, you asked me a question about the end of an era, the start of whatever it, yeah. garbage he he said. Sorry, Tony, it's not garbage. It's a statement. Um, and then he, someone asked him about it, and he said, "What did he? What, what was? What did he say? What was his follow up uh, answer?" I think he said he just got to watch the show, right? Or something like that. He just got to watch the show. <laughs> he said something about, he, he said something like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm promoting the show. That's what we, he's just promoting the show. He's a great promoter right now. He just promotes. He's a, he's a corporate promotes, guy. Promotes. Corporate guy. I'm excited for this show. Uh, what I, what oh, I, is it worth $50 off of hype and promotion? No, it's not. But man, it's not many pay per views nowadays that's worth fifty bucks. Like I mean, think about how great. Uh, what was the last pay per view we had from WWE? Mercina was the special host. That damn sure wasn't worth if it was you're talking fifty bucks. But the show was great. Like it's, but we know the max deal is coming, and I think they're talking about it could be coming as early as like December or January for the pay per views to be on max. That's not early. So if you're talking now, we just got to pay 10 or 15 That's 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 50 times how much? No, no. That needs to be this Sunday. Right. (laughs) That's what that needs to be. $50 times four, that's 200 bucks. (laughs) Shit. I need to be this Sunday. (laughs) I actually don't have any quick hits today. Y'all, one of y'all got quick hits for today before we wrap up? Um, Just because this is episode 69. First off, I got to put this NC-17 rating alert. So if you're listening, you're under the age of 17, stop listening. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. All right. So, <laughs> so in, in the honor of episode 69, I wanted to ask a sexy question to the two of y'all. We know kind of what the six and the nine represents. And I wanted to try to keep it still wrestling related. So in who, real who, life. Who would I, I want to 69 first? No. Oh. No. No. Damn. So, well, I, I mean, I guess you could. wrestler before? No. Okay. Mm-mm. So in the ring could be past wrestler or a present wrestler who would you want or who would you love to have apply the tombstone to you hmm. and i'm not supposed to call out the easter eggs but i got two tombstoners uh, back here behind me 
it would have to be China because he's probably the only one I would trust that can lift me. Okay. Wait, wait, China. So, well, give me the the, the rundown again. So we're doing sixty nine because this is episode sixty nine. So you know, to keep it wrestling related, is I'm going to make it as a move of a tombstone. So who yeah. would you want to apply the tombstone on you? Past or present? Past or present. Anna J. That's a good one, but she's going to drop mm-hmm. you in your neck. <laughs> <laughs> it may be worth but, it. But, but look, for those few seconds, though, he's going to be in heaven, right? <laughs> now, if I wasn't worried about... Uh, if, if I wasn't worried about them... No, all right, I'll just leave it at China. That's it, I, I, shit, I, I'll be talking for another 15 minutes. So what's your backup besides China? It would probably be... Um, I mean, Anna Jay's up there for me. Yeah, she's like top three, but I just know she's going to drop me. She's gonna drop so, you. She's gonna drop us both. Yeah, we going. She's dropping you. We gonna have like a, a five seconds of pleasure and no, and a <laughs> lifetime of hurt. <laughs> you know what? Give me uh, and she probably could do it. Give me Naomi. Give me Trinity. Ah. Yep. And, and, and she, she probably could. Yep. She made that leg drop, and then I'll, I'll be good to go. Literally. You know, I was infatuated with uh, Naomi for you. Years. Matt, no, I was infatuated with her. Man, her body is a one. And then, um, then, she, then I got mad at her when she got married to uh, Jimmy. <laughs> like, man, I, I stopped being a fan of hers. Like, I feel like she betrayed me. Wow. Um, yeah, I did. Like, lo- legit. But then I think uh, I actually met the Usos, and I saw how cool these guys were. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, I get it. But I got now, a, I got a real... but but Sorry. now I feel like Naomi's like a. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm she just family. She's family. I got, I got a quick little story. We can get out of here. So uh, it was one year mania. We met him, and it was the year that Jay uh, messed up his shoulder. So they were working. This was like the first year they ever had a pre-show match on mania. This is back when they weren't even on the main card. This is their first pre-show match. So I'm talking to him, and I'm like, um, "How you doing?" He's like, "I'm good." And this time we didn't notice, like, the shoulder wasn't even out there yet. And if you guys remember that particular WrestleMania, he never got into the ring. They did a spot outside the ring where he was hurt and he was actually out for like months. And I looked at him, I was like, um, no, like, how are you? And he was like, um, yeah, I'm gonna be out six or nine months. Mm. And I was like, damn. And I just, but I just remember, like, he just gave me, like, the regular, oh, I'm good answer. Yeah. And then uh, when I when I say it again, like, no, like okay, no, brother, he, he must told know. You. Yeah, yeah, yep. And it just sucked because like to see them come out there still. This one they were in face paint, face paint, and then him not to even get to work the match. It's like damn. They were. That, cool. that was actually the time where Jimmy had his quick solo run. Actually, it wasn't quick, but that's when he had his solo run. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, in my '69, it was this was a hard one. So I I had three. Of course, I wanted to be Taker originally, but I'm like, if this is like a sexy question, I'm like, I can't imagine that is. Then I was thinking about Billy Goat with his gray sweatpants on. And I'm like, that's probably a really good one right there. But I landed on Kenny Omega and more like a sit-down tombstone because he will blow me all the way up. Like, just how intense that actual move on me would be. And they were like, whoa! Just like he had that match with that little girl. Like it's like was so clever. 
Yeah, yeah. So for me, I'm going to land on Kenny Omega. So we got Kenny, we got Anna J, and we got China. One of those ain't supposed to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, Thank you, guys. Happiness. We out. We done. So we back on Sunday. And we know we got a lot to talk about. Hopefully they announce on SmackDown who Cena's partner is. I'm guessing not, because they already announced it as a handicap match. So they're probably just waiting to see if LA Knight can get over COVID by the time the pay-per-view hits and announce it. But I saw some people online thinking it's Randy Orton. I don't think that's the case. I think it's be LA Knight still. And then um, it was something else that they announced that I was really excited for. And I can't remember what it is now. I wasn't that excited for it. Oh, well, mm. Mm. Nope. Yep. All right. Well, we back, y'all. The three of us are back in here. Hold on, Matt. And next time, yes. if I'm on my sabbatical, mm-hmm. before talking to my agent, don't just say that I'm going to be on the next show until you get it mm-hmm. cleared with my agent first. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't give me crickets and still say, uh-huh. Oh, my bad. I'm going to just end the show like that. Talk to y'all Sunday.